0: what's up fam it's the dipped podcast and we are so grateful to have you with us here today on this wonderful daytime evening whenever it is we're just happy that you've decided to join us um we got a very special podcast episode for y'all Let's this go. week so we're gonna kick it off with some intros um what's up gang who's up
1: first
2: subby sub cash money sub the savage
1: what up? It's uh your boy Kevin, aka Atticus Warhol, aka loud the Rat, aka Mayor of Little Tokyo. Yeah,
0: there we go. Boop, boop, boop. Uh every single week, coming with the heat. It's your boy. It's Q, man. And uh, yeah, we've got a a, a very special guest this week. You know, you might have seen him before on some previous episodes, but he's here in full effect this time. Coming with that ta da Please
3: introduce yourself. Hello, everybody. Um, I'm Jose Homicide. Uh, you guys all gave AKA names. I did not know that we had to have that prepared. So that's all I have. Well, it's okay. That's
2: A-OK. And
3: we're so happy to have
0: you with us. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Wonderful. Um, so, you know. Our friend Jose here. He's uh, you know, he, he makes. He's an artist of sorts. He does a lot of things, and uh, one of the main things he does is he makes music. He's a he's an amazing recording artist. You should check out some of his stuff. We're gonna link to it actually in the description of this podcast. But seeing as how you're involved in the creation of music, something we wanted to intro this uh, you know podcast episode off was the news that everybody's favorite musical legend. <laughs> the Biebs <laughs> the Biebs announced that he has uh, sold his share of the rights to his music to Hypnosis the, s- the spelling of the brand is crazy Hyp- Hypnosis uh, Hypnosis songs capital he sold his music rights for 200 million dollars 200 million dollars um so what do you guys feel about that so i think it's pretty interesting some would say that his disc, his uh discography is being undervalued him being like one of the biggest names in music yeah. in the last like decade or so um do you feel like he undersold himself or do you think that uh you get it and that was the right amount
1: how many albums is that like consistent? yeah how many albums is that? yeah
0: Let's find out. It's a 290 songs. So, oh. Oh. two
1: hundred and ninety songs. two two hundred and ninety songs. It's like I didn't two know that. thirds. Like I mean, that ain't too shabby. You're getting like a million dollars a song. That's oh, crazy. Would, yeah. oh, oh. But I mean like obviously if it was three hundred million, then it'd be a million dollars. But like yeah. you know, you get Three songs for $2 million.
0: So a little more background information. The firm now owns the pop star's stake in some of the biggest hits of recent years, including Baby and Sorry. Bieber, one of the best-selling artists of the 21st century, joins a group of artists who have cashed out on their catalogs. The move means Hypnosis will receive payment every time a song it owns is streamed or used on radio, TV or film. The company, a $1 billion venture between financial giant Blackstone and the British Hypnosis Song Management Acquired Bieber's publishing copyrights to his 290-song back catalog. That's a, yeah. that's a catalog. Yeah, um, yeah that's huge, bro. it's inqu- it's also acquired his share in the original master recordings of the songs, which yeah. includes all of his music released before the 31st of December, yeah. 2021. Um, it says Ooh. that uh, artists are increasingly selling stakes in their work to to music funds, although the trend is more common among older artists. In the last two years, music legends Bob Dylan and Bruce Springsteen both sold back catalog rights to Sony. Springsteen received a reported $500 million for the sale of his life's work. <laughs>
3: wow. Dang. 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 Bruce Springsteen <laughs> yeah. only got 300 mil more than Justin Bieber. Mil.
0: Than the Biebs.
3: But oh. I mean, like Bruce Springsteen,
1: he probably like what, like 50 years in the game? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like Beebs has been doing it for like maybe
0: 20? Half a billion on your... I wonder what uh, the tax after that so how do you what do you feel about valuing your discography like do you like you know kind of the Mm -hmm. question that i'm asking is just like because it's it's interesting that there's like a business around art right Mm -hmm. and just how do you value yeah
2: yeah
0: your musical creation how do you value your masters weird
2: i guess you probably have a lot of data to work off of too right like already so it's like okay this is what's made this much already said so. mm-hmm.
0: was there a back and forth in the in the sales meeting room like he's like actually um, you know 300 000, 300 million yeah. like what i feel it's worth and they're oh, like the highest will go it is to 200 yeah. you know
1: i would say that like in a way for lack of better terms he's selling out mm. because you gotta admit for artists sometimes you get burnt out yeah. And you don't want to keep doing it forever mm. to keep touring yeah. It's a lot. to keep doing a lot. it's It takes a lot out of that one person as, like, you know, this whole enterprise. Yeah. And 200 mil is not a small, so um, he could go all. create another business or something, you know. Mm. Does, does he have a kid yet? Not no. yet. <laughs> See, because what he could do is, like, he would be like Rick Moranis and just, like, Cash out that two hundred mil, have a kid with his uh his wife, and then just be a really good father. Yeah, for like a long time. Yeah, I feel that, yeah. right? Nice. You know, yeah. and maybe this decision was after because uh, we talked about him previously about like his health issues, his like face like being like per- paralyzed and like you yeah. know doing that, you know.
2: Just pushing it. He's been pushing it since he was like what thirteen. Years? 13 yeah, 13, since
1: Usher was like i'm to make
2: this boy stop yeah yeah so that's do you, non-stop
0: also, do you see at some point would you because i would you if you were in that position would you be open to selling your catalog of music or is that would you want to be like prince and like kind of stay in control bro right, um,
3: prince is like One of my biggest inspirations, like, ever. I fucking worship that man, like, more than I would like to admit. But it's crazy, because, like, if you think about the way he went about it, it was like he owned everything, Mm -hmm. and he refused to give it up to anybody. But that was just because he wanted his own creative control. He wanted to be able to control the music. Mm -hmm. I think when you're, like, at a point like Justin Bieber is, where you're just like, whatever, fuck it. I'm I'm just assuming he feels that Mm -hmm. way. I think it's justified, but, like... I don't. know. <laughs> nah, but um, I don't know. In my opinion, right now, as a 22 year old, I'm saying I probably wouldn't because, yeah. like, I want to be able to keep on, you know, mm-hmm. stacking on like more on my discography. But you know, I don't know what's gonna happen. That's so, it. like, just see how it goes. Honestly, I think it's pretty interesting. Like
0: what you said, him being more of an industry artist in a way Mm -hmm. i guess as opposed to like i won't even throw examples um, but like you're speaking about prince like him for example his artistry was at the forefront but the beebs had a lot of like just commercial
2: power uh, yeah (laughs) a lot you know Mm
0: -hmm. super commercial so i wonder if like yeah if you've been in that kind of highly commercial music making space where it's just like i don't even care about any of the hits that i'm dropping mm-hmm. like i care because i want to do good at it but he knows that he's just getting placements for you yeah, know for it's sure, just like sure. it's not his heart and soul yeah. into probably a good chunk of the songs but i don't know um it probably would be easier i guess in that position to be like fuck it you, <laughs> i it don't go. even <laughs> want to do this the whole time anyways <laughs> just just like, take it, if it if off
3: i feel that bro yeah <laughs> That's pretty
0: wild. Uh, it's just interesting, you know? Yeah. yeah. Seeing these artists get... I feel like... With the Beeves though, I think, like, his discography has got it. And they... Anytime it's streamed or replayed or it's anything, good, it's
2: a it's a good lot. investment for yeah, the company. For sure that
0: crazy yeah. good investment. they're gonna start pimping and hoeing out his oh music gosh, like crazy.
2: Gosh.
0: It's like gonna be we're gonna hear Bieber and all these McDonald's commercials and just like you can just like rent his
3: songs yeah. for anything. You guys heard about um what Mike did to the Beatles? Michael Jackson? Yeah. yeah tell yeah. tell the people who. Uh, well, I'm not like entirely sure, but what what I heard was that. He basically just bought all of the Beatles masters right mm-hmm. this is kind of like to spite Paul McCartney or something <laughs> yeah. what yeah. yeah it's crazy huh that's I all I know though I don't yeah, think
1: dude. it was to spite Paul McCartney but Paul McCartney was talking to Michael Jackson about like you know acquiring royalties and stuff oh, like that no. to make you know an investment Dang. and he just <laughs> bought all their music <laughs> yeah and Paul McCartney like what and then now I mean I think Paul McCartney was like doing like the Eagles at the time but it's yeah. just like he he just bought it all because i mean at that point in time like in the infancy of michael jackson before michael jackson was at his height Mm. the beatles were band yeah for like the longest time for sure and you know to to get royalties on that like you know anything it says it says
0: here on uh august 14th 1985 is when michael jackson bought the publishing rights to the vast majority of the beatles catalog he bought their catalog for 47 million
1: Dang, that's oh,
0: nothing. And he outbid. And he outbid Paul McCartney himself. Yes. So Paul <laughs> McCartney was trying to bid on his own message, yeah, too. It's, 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 and because, Michael Jackson went and yeah. outbid on it. said the
1: financial advice of Paul McCartney, too. <laughs> Dang, like, he's like.
4: Uh,
1: that, day. Day. Oh, 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 oh. that is so cool like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he
0: says, yeah he, he, he hit him with the he, he. allegedly
1: <laughs> I, uh, michael jackson did uh paul mccartney give you that financial advice Allegedly, that's pretty
0: wow. um that's pretty wild you know I, I think it's interesting uh just the business behind the music yeah, really. industry and yeah yeah it is the,
3: interesting the money
0: and all
1: that behind us so to put it um in terms of like the Spotify streams, he gets the Beeb gets 69 million streams a month. Mm-hmm. You're, you're on Spotify. What does that translate to? 69 million. 69 million. I know that
3: one million on Spotify is like some bullshit. It's like it's not oh, thirty 000. cents. Yeah, <laughs> no, is no, it? it's, it's not like a. It's not like a lot, but it's not like a little either. I think it's like one thousand something. Uh, I'm not. I can't be too sure. But, you know, I don't think it's like a fucking tiny number. But,
2: get that on title. Trying to do the facts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean,
1: you know, it's like, uh, let me see, how much does one? It's, oh, geez. It's like 100,000 streams might be $4,000. So, oh. a 1,000, or this is updated 2023 20, royalties calculator. So that means um, 10 streams gets you 0.04 cents. So that means, A million streams would get you $4,000, right? Oh, okay. So then let's just fucking multiply 69 times 4,000, 69 times 4,000. That's 276,000 a year or 1,000 a month. Oh, my. So he's making 3 million a, a year off royalties. Dang. Oh, wow. Off Spotify. Just like. Not merch, not like whatever. That's
3: the thing. We gotta also take into accountability. Did Justin Bieber actually own his masters? Before? Originally. Imagine, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm <laughs> allegedly Scooter Scooter did. Scooter Yeah, like uh, the, nah. the manager. <laughs> yeah, I'll buy that. You know? Scooter bought, had him. It's clancy. <laughs> You never know, man. Yeah, you don't. Record Sh- labels could take that too.
0: Yeah, 360, 360 mm-hmm. deal, man. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Beebs. You know, there's just some interesting stuff in the in the music industry. But you should know, really, you know, really, what well, you came here to find out. Is we came out here to find out about our lovely guest, oh. Mr. Jose Homicide. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> please tell the people, uh, I don't know who you are, what you like to do, what
3: you what you what you've been up on um man that's so broad um <laughs> i don't know man i just you know i've been making music for a pretty good minute like since i was like i've been making music my whole life i, I didn't start releasing it until i was like what 18. Mm. i showed you guys like the first couple songs <laughs> i was gonna release yeah. they're really good too <laughs> that's funny he was so shy um, about it yeah i i think i just love art in general i paint i make music i love playing instruments um yeah man i i like to think it's a pretty simple life i like to you know i like to do what i what makes me happy mm-hmm. so i think that's really just that's all i do what I do. it is I do shit that pleases me
0: that's be-
2: as what, you should <laughs> as you
3: should
0: um when you like first kind of started dabbling with the music mm-hmm. what motivated you to like be like i'm gonna try it Steve and do it, it. Nice. oh that's oh fine <laughs> i
4: was going
0: was, I was like, wait a second yeah, the math. No, no, no. No.
3: Real, like realistically when i wanted to make music i was going to like friends houses to like record but they only had like usb mics mm-hmm. and like they would just plug it into the computer and we would record on like mm-hmm. some like bullshit dog yeah. mm-hmm. and then i would come home and i wouldn't have nothing to record i'd have all these songs and i like, I still want to record what do i do and then I saw an interview with Steve Lacey where he was like, "Oh, I've been recording on my phone, yeah. record songs on my phone." And I was yeah. like, "I can do that." <laughs> yeah. So I just I went in like my closet, set up my phone, like my headphones, and I recorded like three albums, hey. like that. Wow. or four, I think. Hey. And um, yeah, it was tough. It was like annoying as hell. Like I would have to go in like my mom's Prius to uh-huh. mix the songs. It was uh-huh. like you know the car speakers. And uh-huh. Yeah. So it was just like. It was annoying, but (laughs) GarageBand really came in clutch for that. And then one of the, I think one of the albums I made on GarageBand is actually my most streamed album like ever to this day. So thank God, right? Thank God I tried a little bit.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: But yeah, I just, I really felt like I had to put something out. Mm -hmm. I really loved music. I really liked um, putting my voice on something Mm -hmm. and letting people hear it. So I think that was it, man. So at first, was it
0: just kind of like a play thing? Not not like a play thing, but it's more like this is something like that I, I enjoy. But yeah, I'm, more like experimentation, oh. like like the natural play, you know? Absolutely.
3: Like when I first started making music, it was literally just because like I would go to my friend's house. Mm-hmm. Or like we'd be out and about and then we'd go back to like my friend Gabe's house and mm-hmm. we'd start recording. Shout it out Gabe. It was super fun. Like super, super fun. I was That's having tight. a blast. Like we would say such stupid things on like songs <laughs> and sometimes we would like mess around with like melodies and mm-hmm. it was just so cool. It was like a new adventure every time we got on. And so it was just, you know, it was really, it was more rewarding than it was like, we need to get rich. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That's pretty beautiful.
2: So your beginning would you say was like with your friends? Like, yeah, that's so cool.
3: Absolutely, it was like in high school, like we would like battle rap each other at lunch oh. and stuff. It was, you know, just kids being dumb, and then like everybody that would like battle rap each other at lunch, they'd just be like, "Ah, that's done at lunch." But we'd be like, "No, (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna go home and record (laughs) ourselves." That's (laughs) right. Like taking it so seriously or whatever. But yeah, it was it was cool. It was definitely really cool.
2: Do you think that like because you know your start to you know creating music was with people that it's easier for you to like collab with artists and stuff like. You know, it's not something you know What? Uh-oh. Uh-oh.
4: <laughs> it's
3: it's crazy that you say that cuz like sometimes I get a little anxious like collaborating with certain artists cuz mm. I'm like what if I don't live up to what they want mm. or, their like, perception? What if I don't want like we don't level each other out well mm-hmm. enough? But like I think I think working in like a, a, an environment with a lot of people and trying to achieve one goal—not like anybody like trying to top each other, like "oh, I'm gonna have the best verse on this song" or "I'm gonna have the best hook. I think it's it's like easier for me to work with people that I like actually think about just making good music with, not just like trying to be better than them or mm-hmm. like yeah. them being better than me. So I guess like in an environment with like my friends and I mean, stuff. I
0: just want to make sure you're talking into the yeah.
3: so the audio's coming in nicely. Absolutely, clean. but yeah, just like with my friends and stuff, that's cool. Like we could just go in there, do whatever we want, make some people laugh. Like a couple like half of my friends don't make music, half of them do. Mm. So we'll just make stuff and then they'll like listen to it and they'll just like giggle and stuff. <laughs> so, so that's cool. Part of the creation process. Yeah, so yes and no. That that's the answer to your question. Oh. <laughs> how,
0: how is uh for the times that you have like collaborated with people on tracks who weren't like already like close homies, how is that experience and do, are you, do you still feel like you're in the process of getting more comfortable with like oh. working and collaborating with
3: people in that way? You know here's the thing. When I first started like actually releasing music and people would ask me for features like random people on Instagram. I would just be like yeah bro and then be like what's your budget? And my uh, dumbass would be like
0: I'll do it for
4: free. Uh, <laughs> uh, <don't.
3: laughs> I have so many songs out there that are never going to be deleted oh. and I didn't get a Sent from but at the same time. It's like these are just like some random kids on Instagram. I can't be mm-hmm. mad at them. I had to go through it to Yeah, like, it. yeah, for sure. But kinda like, a, oh. no, no, no. Go ahead, go ahead.
1: I was about to say, kind of like when you're first starting off, you're just you're looking at every opportunity. Yeah, you exactly, know? dude. Like you're at open mics, you're just kind of grinding, mm-hmm. right? They talk about that a lot in like comedy. It's just, yeah I'm facts. like. They're willing to drive all the way to Orange County to get more time and just mm-hmm. do whatever. But then, those are reps for you. Obviously, you're so young; you don't, you didn't know to like ask for money. Yep. And I mean, a little extra change would have probably been good. But like, definitely. dude, you get in the reps. Yeah, you know, definitely. Because you enjoy the craft, and like at the end of the day, it's, you're probably better because of it.
3: Yeah, I think I think it helped me grow for sure. It was just like. Like man, I was just giving myself away. I was like yeah. a fucking prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was giving myself away. No, you, 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 you,
1: never I think bothered. like as like
2: as a creative, like uh, I feel like that's like just a part of the yeah, like, process. If you sure. like, are trying to build. I don't know,
1: you, like showing what you can do. Yeah,
3: right. Facts. Before you're like, all right,
1: all right, start like you know, like charging, mm-hmm. because sometimes people are like, mm, yeah, okay, you can do that. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, no. definitely. For are such. you
0: are you at, in a place where you feel more comfortable asking for oh, money definitely. now when you're getting features, no, or yeah. when you're working it's with people?
3: Like, it depends. Like, there's certain people like Calvin, Calvin Cujo, mm, shout like, out to boy, Jacob, Gabe. Like them, I, I will never ask them for a cent if they want me on the track. Like even if I have like 20 million Spotify listeners, I do it's not family. care. That mm. is my; those are my brothers. They will always get free features because mm. I love them. Mm. But it's like. Sometimes people just get on like the most disrespectful shit in the really? DMs. They're like, "Hey, I have a track for you. You're gonna be on it or not?" Trying to like push down. Stop it! Yeah, you're scaring me. You gonna be on it or not? Uh, like, you know, try, like, yeah. Like, or not? Like, yeah. No, like for really example, fun. I'm not gonna name any names, but okay. there was this there was this rapper from like um like the high school over. like across town from the one I went to and like I looked up to him like Mm. he was so good when I was in high school and like I reached out to him for a feature like not knowing how any of that worked and he was like I got you little bro just send it to my email and I could do it for about 250 bucks and I was like dude you have like 66 followers Uh. on SoundCloud what are you doing? yeah yeah, dude it was crazy I didn't understand how SoundCloud and the internet worked but um
2: just in the mic oh yeah, yeah that's cool oh yeah,
3: yeah definitely thank you but anyways like fast forward three years and this guy's in my dms and he's like hey bro like i see you grinding out ah, here. you're killing uh, and like me. um i was like okay should i be a bitch or should i just like live out my like teenage like fantasy or Isn't whatever yeah. funny?
0: sometimes y'all yeah. come to that decision <laughs> all right
3: should i just be a bitch right about? yeah and he was he was just like yeah bro we should link and i was like okay but if you want to book me, you know, you have to hit redrum records at gmail.com. Mm. And, and he was just like, Oh, for sure, bro. Nothing. Yeah, yeah nothing. Yeah. Gone. And it was like kind of fulfilling. But at the same time, it was like, Man, why <laughs> yeah. do people have to be dicks all the time? Yeah, but whatever, man. People are going to be dicks. Fuck it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then you just keep it moving and, you know, the avoid mm-hmm. them types. Egos and
1: stuff like that. You mm-hmm. can't choose their personality. You yeah, facts.
0: facts. It's interesting, I think, as you continue to like, develop and get bigger and bigger Mm. because it's just interesting like the people that come out the woodworks Mm. or uh, switch up or do it just you just kind of see how people move it's interesting Um, I wanted to ask when it comes to kind of creating is there a particular either medium or genre or thing that kind of inspires you creatively? Or like when it comes to you making music, for example, like where do you draw your inspiration from? I guess Mm. would be a more concise way to ask this question.
3: I, I have like this problem where I hyper fixate on like one tiny little like genre of music for like a month. And Ooh. I would just obsess over it. Like when I was working on my last album, I got super obsessed with Cumbia music. Uh-huh. And it's like, Cumbia. it's Colombian like oh. dance music. It's mm. crazy, mm. dude. It's really? so groovy. It's- okay. And like, I couldn't stop listening to it. Oh. Like every morning, night, day, like every time I would listen to music, it was just that. Mm. And then like about a week later, it like turned to house music and uh-huh. i just want to know everything about house music and then that just faded away so it was just like i think when i look for inspiration i like super fixate on just trying to master mm. one genre mm. and then like once i feel like i'm comfortable with it i move on to the next one mm. that's why like my last album i send it to people and they're like what genre is this and i'm like i don't know can't put like, it in your box. <laughs> like yeah. it's just all the genres i was obsessed with for the last two years, you know? Is,
1: is that frustrating? Um, yeah. The idea when people want to box you into a genre. Dude, Genre, so annoying. Like, it, it's like, it's like categories. It's like, you need to, you need to take this individual and file them under like mm-hmm. hip hop or R&B.
3: Exactly. Or right. like
1: you know, dance music or whatnot, you know? And just, you mm-hmm. just like, why can't you just make music and yeah. then, you know? figure it out afterwards you know yeah
3: i get that i think i i feel like i've been thinking about that a lot like why can't people just be oh you're a rapper oh you're Mm -hmm. a singer do you just yeah like why can't i just be like a musician yeah do you you ever (laughs) tell
1: people that you make homicide music (laughs) (laughs) no that's the thing i feel like
3: as far as like the name jose homicide i feel like it works in my advantage because Mm. like People listen to it, they're like expecting to hear like crazy murder rap <laughs> oh, music, shit. but then they hear like some like really like lush string sections, yeah. like- Thoughtful. Cra- yeah, thoughtful <laughs> lyricism about love, and then and they're just like, oh shit. So I think that's kind of like an advantage I have
0: yeah. in music. I love, I love it too, and even uh, we had some incident with our mom earlier this week. In, <laughs> this, uh,
2: yeah, this morning at uh, breakfast, and she's like, uh, something. <laughs> Mr. Homicide gonna be there. Oh yeah,
1: like at the airport, there's just a guy waiting for you. For the <laughs> room, homicide, oh, yeah. we're like, Massad. yeah, like, we're, you know, are like, like, when you get big, it's just like he's <laughs> just like.
2: Oh, Jose! Who? Yeah, it's yeah, something like, like, like that.
1: Oh, that's Mr. Homicide. Yeah, oh, here, here Mr. Homicide. Here's your limo. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah, We're like, like, oh, right. Right? He's just, like, like, all the, all the people getting off. Like, homicide. <laughs> oh, yeah, you ready? Right.
0: We all <laughs> just have shirts that say Homicide. <laughs> he's just like but trembling. Like he's just like, oh, who am I picking
1: up? Oh, she okay. was like, oh,
0: so who's, who's coming on tonight? Like, Jose. It's just like, uh, Homicide? Oh yeah. It like it and our homicide.
1: mom was
4: like <laughs>
0: like, wow. Hom- yeah, it just <laughs> and and it's just actually Homicide. And I was like, that's fire uh, though. That's, yeah. that's tight. I, it's I love his the last name. name homicide. Yeah. It's yeah. Homicide. It's a fascinating oh, name. Tough.
1: But
2: yeah. Cool little moment. But, <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that Brandon's tough. Yes. Yeah. Man, it's definitely. It's
1: like, who's playing
2: for the church function?
0: Homicide. <laughs> Your last <laughs> project, Holocene. Yeah. Uh, you were speaking so of like, just absorbing all these different genres and implementing them into your music. I was really impressed listening to it because that's like the the range and the level of execution that you were able to accomplish on it was very impressive to me. Like as I was listening to the project, Jose Homicide Holocene, check it out. Um I was so impressed. Thank you. It was cool. I was because I was driving back home from um coming out here. And so that's when I like to listen to new music, especially, you know, when I'm on the road. And I was thinking by the time I got to L.A. when I was pulling off, I can't remember what track exactly was playing. But I just had the thought, I'm so impressed and grateful to have people around me who can create and kind of execute at this level. And for these all to just have been ideas that came from your mind and hear them done this well and it's all these different it it was really cool yeah and i was like this is like the type of project that you could like uh shop around to you know it was such like a great um a great uh, sampler of like (laughs) just what what you can do yeah the range range, thank you done well and so Mm -hmm. it's just like to know it's like uh, to know someone who's like it's just it's so cool to be Uh, in close proximity with people creators who can like are challenging themselves to grow and like push themselves in this way and are also able to execute it that well too can you you. give us some um, kind of I guess background into the creative process behind Holocene like when you first started on it did you have kind of a vision in mind or were you like let's just like yeah I've been
3: I love talking about this so much. Yeah, <laughs> Like, wow. um, so I put out a record, Homicidal Volume 1, mm-hmm. that was like in 2020, and I was like, okay, now this is out, I'm gonna spend the next two years just like living my life and seeing what happens and try to write music as like minimally as possible. Cause I wanted to like really take everything in and just like go crazy. After like once I had like all these experiences mm. to write about, so I from from when that record came out, Homicide Volume One, to when my next one, Holocene, came out, it was like I lived so much <laughs> that I was like so excited to talk about mm. it. And like I think what I just wanted to talk about was like how that little time period just felt so so long mm. because it was like I was doing so much. Like the first track, Sanctuary that is literally like about a time i went to the beach with my friends and it's just this one little moment that i like pinpointed so well like i just wanted to capture it forever so when i'm like 30 40 50 i could just go back and listen to that and just remember be there yeah just like really be there like everything from like the vocal samples of my friend like you know we pranked him and Told him that he got his girlfriend pregnant. <laughs> and, like, we just. Oh. I just was pranking You know, it. pranking wow. my friend. Yeah, you know? Dude. Like, I just. Threw dude, it you out, dude just fucking, got punked, bro. You literally, just got punked. No, literally. It was like. No, so, you got spunked, bro. You got spunked, <laughs> dog. It was like, oh, jeez. Yeah, but it was just like. Oh. I was just trying to document as much as possible and, like, at the same time, not let anybody down for waiting for two years, mm-hmm. you know? And. Uh, although it was some of like the best time that i've had in like my you know beginning of my 20s it was also pretty horrifying like a lot of really bad stuff happened like i almost died in a car accident that like really messed me up like yeah like i didn't want to like leave my house for like weeks and stuff after and Mm. it was horrifying so it was just like i want to talk about all the great things that happened but not shy away from all the really messed up stuff Mm. that like messed with my head (laughs) yeah yeah. so like i don't know i think that's such a perfect record because it's like i wasn't lying to anyone Mm. i wasn't trying to be anybody i wasn't Mm. i was just telling my fans my listeners (laughs) like this is exactly what's what's going on in my life yeah and i just want you to understand like you know i'm a regular dude Mm. and if you're a regular dude too then Shit happens. Yeah, life is good sometimes. Sometimes it isn't. Yeah. Fuck it. Go with it. Yeah, live life. Yeah. So yeah, creative process though, just like vibing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> vibing, <laughs> chilling, macking, chilling, hanging, doing my thing, doing my
0: thing. You know. <laughs> so
2: when you're like, so you get inspired by just the moments that you experience and yeah. stuff like that. So are you more aware of like a moment that might inspire you musically? Like when something happens, do you like note to yourself like? Oh, this, this might be something I want to write about. Or do you think it comes back to you when you're, you know, is it something that you, you, you experience a moment and you're like, Oh, saving it for later. Maybe, maybe I can write about this. Mm. Or when you're writing, Mm. are you thinking back at what moments? I don't know. Cause like, like an awareness, I guess.
3: The thing about me is like, I, once I have a creative spark, if I don't act on it immediately, Mm. it's gone. Mm. It's Mm. gone forever. It sucks. So like, if as soon as something happens, I'll just um, like go home or stop what I'm doing and start recording. So like, I think that's kind of how I go about it. Like Mm. I had like a moment the other day that I wanted to write a song about, but like I got home like a week later thinking about it. And I was like, I don't don't even remember how I felt at the Uh, time. So (laughs) yeah, Yeah, it's all just like in the moment like I just it happens and I'm like, yeah, this is, this would be good. Mm. Nice. But it's not like I live my life trying to have moments to write songs. <laughs> yeah. about, cause yeah, like yeah, that's with like, the intention. of Yeah. Like, but like it happens just... and I want to let it out. And I'm like, ah, yeah. so
2: yeah. Yeah. I didn't mean like intention, like for like creating moments. I'm just like, like for me sometimes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For me sometimes when I'm like. I'm like with the friends or something and I, I'm i just like, Dane, this isn't something that I, you know, get often or it's yeah. it's been a while since no, we've been definitely. together. And I'm just like really soaking it in like, It's You know, especially if it's something like, uh, I don't know, like a trip or I don't know, just uh-huh. sometimes I feel like I could tell that something's going to be a life memory. Uh-huh. Absolutely. That, yeah, That's so I guess it was more like that.
1: But That's um. an interesting concept because I think of Childish Gambino when he says like, yeah, if I have a thought at 3 a.m., I get up and write that shit. Absolutely. Because you never, what what is it? The faintest ink is better than the best memory. Yeah. So like just jotting down the notes, but I Bar. kind of feel like in the same realm of with you is like soak it in. Mm-hmm. So what I do is like sometimes just for thoughts or ideas, carry like a notepad, and then you know you mm-hmm. jot it down. You're not like on your phone and like what are you doing there? Like you know yeah. just yeah, kind yeah. of doing that, but it's like. I don't know.
0: And you can also I have hope. celebrities sign it, too. The,
1: yeah, that's true. You know? The <laughs> the hey, Jeremy, Allen <laughs> White, Chef!
2: Nice,
1: chef! <laughs> Honestly, he's like, he's like, what
2: the Context? Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: context. We were at the Kendrick Lamar show, and the lead actor from the bear, uh, Jeremy Allen, was there. No and way. Kevin had his, like, notebook, and he was like, I'm gonna get his attention. And then he went <laughs> over there, and he was like, Chef! Chef! <laughs> Chef and then jeremy Allen actually turned sure. around and he was like oh. and then he came down and so kev threw he had the notebook that he's talking about he, he had the notebook in <laughs> really? the pen he threw it to That's him hard, and then he bro. signed it and then threw the book back and then as actually, soon as the finish this story
1: yeah. <laughs> as, as soon
0: as the he caught the journal he caught it back the fucking lights went off and then k dot went on <laughs> so it
1: was just like timing. the
0: perfect timing wow. he just like the
1: whole because i mean like uh, just the orchestrated of, like, me going in there, him taking <laughs> enough time. Because Dimitri was like, hey, Kevin, isn't that, like, that white guy you like? I'm like, I don't like guys. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, no, 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 from, the, from that show, you show, know, the, from the food and the stuff. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, the bear. And, and then between that and me, like, because I, I looked at you guys and I'm like, ah, no. I was like, fuck it. I'm on my, yeah, he I'm on my hard. I, I'm like, I've been... I haven't missed in a while, yeah. so let's, let's, let's try. You know let's miss. I'm, I'm taking a heat check, taking yeah. a heat check, That's and sure enough, I'm just like, Dunked it. This what I what I do. <laughs> That's what I do, you know? And then we came back, and it, 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 just like the, that was wild. Like, I had the video. Dimitri has the video where it goes, and it's just like as soon as it gets in my hands, I'm like, ha! Huh. It would have sucked if we went. Yeah. Oh no, where am I? The Yeah, <laughs> right. It the was lights perfect. literally shut it off. Was like it touched his hand, it and it then the lights also And I was like, wow no, I had no, I had crazy, no idea dude. when the lights were going to go Keep off. Keep that notepad everything. on you. That's so sick. But, yeah, no, like, I mean, like, I, I love moleskin uh, notepads and, you know, Mont Blanc pens and whatnot. <laughs> like, but it's just, it, it's just nice to have because you can always jot down an idea. But yeah. I do, like, because, remember back when I used to, like, take, like, photos and stuff? Mm-hmm. And I used to be, like, taking yeah. photos of, like, people at festivals and stuff? My friends would get mad because it's, like, Kevin's off there, like, you know, having, like, doing that thing. And I realized that I'm like, oh man, like people feel some type of way because I'm supposed to be with them. Mm. And I'm over there trying to like document, no, document I don't feel that, do bro. things like that. So it's a dichotomy of like.
2: Yeah. Just, the balance of like <sighs> capturing a moment or. Mm. That,
1: like, you gotta like, like sort of tick my one for me. One for <laughs> yeah, you. yeah, yeah. I when it,
0: When it comes to your inspiration, do you like, let's say you get uh, something triggers that creative juice mm. and what's your first reaction like do you put a note in your phone or like you'd mentioned earlier you'll just try and like get home and like record and make it happen like do you like what i guess what is your process like so kevin's saying he'll just jot in his notebook real quick like yeah what is your like quick first like
3: immediately i just like Man. it's crazy because like voice record? yeah like i'll so get on, on the on the, on the on the voice memo thing and i'll just start humming I'll be like, yeah, 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 yeah. like, like <laughs> ideas for songs
4: oh, and stuff me too.
3: yeah dude it's crazy but um no, it's funny, because, like, as soon as I get that creative spark, like, I could be anywhere, and I'll just be like, oh, oh and I'll just, like, go find my phone what's or a notebook Mommy, or something. what's <laughs> going
1: on with that guy? Yeah, I'll just be,
3: like, singing, like, in the corner.
1: <laughs> in the corner? Yeah, but, like, <laughs>
3: but, I mean, it, it comes with everything. Like, I have, like, a super long, I have, like, a... A note, you know, in the notes app. It's just like a bunch of song titles I would like to use one day. Yeah, Yeah. stuff like that. Like I just write it down as soon as it comes to me. Because it's like any any moment wasted, I like lose its potency. You know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah.
1: Because could you imagine like being in like Prince's entourage or like you know any of those guys? It's just like it's like I'm just just inspired. I gotta leave. Yeah. Yeah. Like like, real like you know, nowadays we go. I just pull up my phone, but that guy is just like. I have to get home Stacked <laughs> yeah, you know, For figured it all out Damn man But That's the crazy. opportunity we have- In- That's great oh, so- You're
0: good In the past couple of years It seems like You've gone deeper and deeper Into the producing side Of your music mm-hmm. as well Cause I remember there was Just at one point I'd- We'd come over And You were Already playing with some shit And then you are like Check this out And you were just Playing stuff yeah. that you'd been Putting together what has been that journey of going from just like writing songs to stuff to like being more hands-on with the production was there like a main driver to that
3: i think the main drive like i feel like the reason why i started producing was because i realized all like the youtube Mm. like type beats are just so like (laughs) j cole type beat bro they're (laughs) so like Lame. Like, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of producers, a lot of really great type beat producers who are really like type making amazing stuff. Yeah. But it's like, I don't know. I feel like from what I wanted to do, I couldn't find anything that just fit like exactly my sound. So I just started like experimenting. At first, it was horrible. Don't get me wrong. It was awful. But the more I tried and the more I found different sounds and the more like, I really tried to connect with the song rather than just making a beat to like throw my voice over. Mm. It was like, oh, I'm actually making a connection with the instrumental, and it can all work as one. Because mm. if you just rap over a type beat that you find on YouTube, J Cole x yeah. King Batch type beat, yeah. I, love, I don't yeah. feel like it's part of me. I feel like if I if I'm gonna make a song, I want every I want to be in control of everything. Mm. You know, even as small as like the beat cuts. Mm. That's that's kind of why. Yeah. So. It's yeah
0: be hands-on with it for sure what do you find yourself spending the most time on is it the recording or the beat production
3: Ooh. like the writing and recording or the beat dude, production yeah. there's been some songs where i do it at the same time mm. and i won't Ooh. leave like my desk for like 20 hours no, it's 20 crazy hours. yeah 18 You're just in a flow 20 state. yeah dude i'm just like whoa, whoa. and um some t- i've noticed like most of the songs that I've done like that, where I make the beat and the vocals at the same time, they're always really like, like crazy. Like, I think those those are some of my favorite songs. But there's this one song. It's actually the last song on my last record. It's called Everywhere at the End of Time. Mm-hmm. Nice um, name. Thanks. It's inspired by something I heard. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> we all get into that. Yeah. Um, but like while I was making that. I just made, like, the bare bones of it, and I was like, oh, I think I should put some lyrics over it. Mm. And I did it, like, the whole beat, everything took, like, maybe 45 minutes, and mm. then, like, the next year and a half, I just oh. spent, like, randomly working on it. Right. Yeah, so, it, it really just depends on how mm. I'm feeling that day, really. But most of the time, at at the same damn time, mm. yeah, you
2: know?
3: At the same damn time.
2: Do you think that, uh, how is, how do you know when a song is, like, I'm the song is complete, like. Oh, I never. That's
3: a great, yeah. Know, I never know when a song's done, dude.
2: So is it hard then, like?
3: Yeah. It's, is it hard just like <laughs> yeah. moving on, yeah. like, okay, yeah, I think like, this is complete. <laughs> I, I noticed, I don't think my last record would've ever came out if I never would've just like slapped myself in the face and said, stop, yeah, cut it yeah. the fuck out, dude. It, like you need to cut it out. But like, you know, I, I don't know. I've, I never feel like anything yeah. I work on is done. So, I just want to, yeah. I, I have to stop myself eventually. Is yeah, that's you know yeah, yeah, yeah. all. Yeah. yeah.
0: What a uh, moment to get to in your like creative journey to mm. start getting comfortable with saying this is good enough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
3: dude. I I want to like. I, I'm starting to realize it's not about perfection. It's about like, it's not like. Good. I need, to, I need to find my limits as to, like, how good I can make a song. Like, I'll put, like, an entire, like, saxophone player on it. And then I'll be like, no, I want a trumpet. And like, I just, a trumpet is yeah, brass section. Literally, I want a whole seven-man brass section. I want a cannon. <laughs> but, yeah, like, I think it's just, like, it's not about perfection. It's just about what I think sounds the best and, like, when I should just draw the line. When to say when, you know? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's tough, man. It's definitely tough. Yeah. It's like saying goodbye to your kid going to college or something. Yeah. Like, how can I let you go? <laughs> Sorry, saxophone, but trumpet's coming up next. Yeah. <laughs> so There's only so much
1: room.
0: You had touched on earlier, you know, um, back, we had met years prior, um, Seven, and I had mm-hmm. met you years prior, and some of the first times you were showing us music, you know, there was a hesitancy yeah. with it and it was funny because after we had heard it we were like what there was it was so unjust not even justified the hesitancy because you're like
2: killing it (laughs) good it was good
0: it was funny so it was just like oh what was this kid being so shy for so since then you've actually been like releasing projects and releasing tracks and like pushing that side of you being so vocal and making it who you are, like very presenting it to the world. How has that been for you releasing music and kind of overcoming that? Cause it seems like you've came a
3: long way since then.
2: Yeah. You know
3: what? Like I I think I need, I feel like music, forgive me if this sounds like pretentious or corny, but I think music actually like saved me as a person. Mm. Cause before that I wasn't confident about literally anything that I had. Like I mm. could skate a little, mm. Like, I was never good in school. I tried my best. I graduated, thank God. But, like, for some reason, I just never, like, excelled at anything. And, like, when I found something that, like, I wanted to present to the world as mine. Like, I'm literally giving the world something that's literally a part of me. I was so nervous to let it out. So, I think it was just, like, getting over it, like getting over the fact that people are going to see me Mm. like that, Mm. and then once I started realizing like, oh, it's really not that bad at all. Like, I just gotta put it out there. Every People are gonna talk shit, whatever. Some people are gonna like it, whatever. And then, you know, now I'm here, 22 years old, and I still feel the same sometimes. Mm. Like, I still feel like, shoot, like what if I put this out and nobody likes it? But I'm at the point where I can say like, what matters is if I like it. If my Mm. friends like it, If I like it, if it makes my mom smile and she doesn't have a problem with it, like, you know, why did you say that? (laughs) Um, You know, like, I think it's just a matter of making yourself happy. If you like it, go for it. Mm -hmm. Who cares?
2: Yeah, it's pretty interesting the time that we live in because it's so easy to, to, I guess, I don't know, worry or consider or just get lost in a sauce of like, how will other people We get, and then we lose kind of our, or we can just like, just, I don't know, owning our own like selves, like who we are and Mm -hmm. like what we create and just that this is, it is what it is. And like being, yeah, um, like,
1: like, well, there's so many like outputs and things that could judge you that you kind of like, when you worry about what other people think of you, it like paralyzes you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're like, you're like, well, what did this person think, what did this person think? Mm I sadly have like the opposite where I don't care hmm. because at one point in time when I was like in second year I'm like oh I'm gonna die. I'm like I don't well then nothing matters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I don't care like like you yeah, like yeah. you're mad at me now like dude <laughs> I'm not gonna die. Like yeah. what? You're gonna yeah, die. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, I, well like I like uh, dude there was a you'll, time. You'll stop being yeah, mad at one of there There was a time in elementary school I'm like. Like you, like like I, I don't like you, Kevin. I'm like, well, you're gonna die one day. He's like, what? <laughs> what? what do you what? Mean what? gonna die one day? Well, because like when I was young, like dude, like by the time I was like maybe eight, I'd gone through like several grandparents who like, mm-hmm. like funerals and stuff just yeah. left and right. So I'm yeah. like, oh, this is gonna happen. Yeah. it's yeah. gonna <laughs> keep happening. Mm-hmm. So eventually, I stopped worrying about like what other people think because eventually you know we're all gonna pass away and we're all gonna yeah. like you know but like that idea of mortality makes it easy because then it's like i don't really care about like the mindset of all these other people My my thing only matters because i'm living and i'm in my head mm-hmm. but like i you can't please everyone else yeah right and then you find that out like normally over life it's just it's so much pressure mm. and then people who usually try they break, yeah. you know, yeah, in a, a sure catastrophic way. And it's just like, what happened? And he's like, oh, I was just trying to, like, please everyone like my parents mm. and do this and try to yep. live up to their expectations. And then... Goes bad. Yeah. And then you kind of just, like, have that. But I think it, it is a big hurdle for a lot of people. You know, yeah. that's why there's books like The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Yeah. Or, yeah. like, you know, just... I mean Confidence books And Charisma on Command You Mm. watch Charisma on Command? Never That's a a good one Where they talk about like they just like Characters And like Talk about like why Matthew McConaughey is like you know really like dudes oh, like so, It's like, was... like, all right, all right, all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, just driving my Lincoln. Nah, I feel kind that. Like, flat circle, you know, kind of thing like that. Time is a flat circle. <laughs> I finally <laughs> watched True Detective. You do? Yeah. Did you? Yeah, we watched it. Did you? Yeah. Oh my god! True Detective is underrated. It's bro. Fire. The first Time's season too, is just like, <laughs> whoa, complex. But, you, know, little, you know, little priest. But, call that
0: down. is interesting. That being like a hurdle. You yeah. know, as they say, we are our own worst enemy. Mm. Do you feel at times that you're in a fight with yourself?
3: Oh, for a while I was. Absolutely. Mm. Oh, God. I was my own worst enemy for the longest amount of time. Mm. But once I realized, I I forgot who told me. Somebody in my family was like, You need to take full responsibility for your actions if you want to get anywhere in your life. Mm. Cause it's like if I keep blaming like, Oh I'm I'm sad because my dad left mm. as a kid. Mm. Like, no, dude. Just get your shit together and go do it. Mm. Like I need I needed like a kick in the ass to like tell me like mm. I need to stop blaming other people for my mm. own misfortunes mm. when it's really just me. Not getting on my shit because like yeah. I'm feeling sorry for myself. Yeah. But once I started doing that, like I feel like everything in my life just started like throwing yeah. itself. To my relationships, yeah. my friendships. You're hitting that music. Yeah, it's like everything just started putting itself into place. And I was like, well, that's all I had to do. Really? Yeah. like damn. You're hitting that 25 year old clarity. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's, like, that's that Mid 20s clarity. We're getting there that's early,
0: you know. Yeah, yeah know. you're
2: early to it. That's yeah. that's amazing. Because
0: I think that's one of the biggest and it's it's interesting that i think it seems universal that that journey i mean some people for whatever reason they're able to kind of overcome that early on or in like just particular cases yeah. mm-hmm. but it seems like for the majority of the masses that we have to go through this process of like unlearning to hold ourselves down or or blame others or to like say
2: look outward instead of inward
0: Mm -hmm. inward. i think like like taking full responsibility over like everything that you do facts i think that it's such a long journey to get to that point and some people don't even hit that until like their 40s or their 50s or later beyond that even some people never hit it in their whole lives they'll just like continue to move through life without ever coming to that uh conclusion yeah for sure and so that's a really productive place to be thank you Mm -hmm. i'm trying that's a really productive place to be
2: (laughs) so where are you at right now with like music or what you're creating or like what space are you in
3: i I think I'm at the point where I just want to keep on doing what feels natural, mm. and I want to be better than I was one album, one single before. Mm. I never, like, want to put out a single that feels like, oh, I could have I could have done a little better. Because, mm. like, once you put stuff out like that, you can't bring it back. Mm. Like, people heard it, they're like, mm. oh, <laughs> what's going on there, dude? <laughs> so, like, that? I'm just really focused on trying to be a lot better working on myself practicing every day and like nice. you know pe- people always ask me like you know what do you do to like get better at yourself i literally I just practice bro mm-hmm. practice dude. dude and that's like my number one thing right now like i'm always working on music even if i'm not working on music not a single moment in my day like goes by where i don't think about it mm-hmm. and it's almost unhealthy but like I I'm obsessed with it, uh, mm-hmm. unfortunately. But I mean, shit, I'd rather be obsessed with music than like crack or something. Yeah, So, yeah. Facts. Yeah. so you know so, what I'm saying?
1: Crack is a crack, crack is like I don't know if it's a hobby, but it's a lifelong <laughs> obsession as well. I
0: think <laughs> practice is huge. Yeah, because uh, I'm just started recently. Um, trying to go on, I'm I'm gonna be. I am a pianist in training. Mm-hmm. That's how I'm afraid that I'm a pianist in training. I, yeah, I am, am on my way to being Adrian Brunner and the the <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> oh, <I'm> So sorry. <laughs> um, that's the journey that I'm on. And it's been cool because I've been like learning songs or learning how to play songs. And it's just really reaffirming, you know how you'll do some things in your life and it's just like a large, life lesson on a small scale yeah. like reaffirms like these mm-hmm. overarching like life lessons that are like you you need to practice in your yeah. being in order to Man. be who you want to be whatever yeah, my journey with doing this piano shit has been like that because now i can play songs i can use like both hands like that was the first time i've talked about this before the first time when i tried doing both hands at the same time i oh. felt like i just hit like a fucking wall and it was like i don't think i can Do this. Like I really had a moment where I was. It was so hard. I was just like, I don't know. I might have to just give this shit up altogether. But then I just was like, oh, feedback from a friend. Just practice one hand at a time until you really got it down. Then you do both hands together. And so through that journey of just Mm -hmm. practicing, getting to a point where I can do. Two hands, it, They're doing... Really? That's so fucking crazy to me considering on where I was at when I first looked at that mountain and almost just dropped my bag and my wow. tools and said, I don't know if I can do this. Yep. But having gone through that journey of picking myself together, saying, fuck it, I'm just going to keep trying and practicing and now I can do that. Like when I was first doing this too, it gave me the same feeling that I had when I had first caught my first wave surfing, Dang. and it was just like, oh my God, I'm fucking surfing, yeah. part of my French, but it was literally like that, like when I caught it, and I'm they like, surfing? I'm skidding on the water, and it's I'm great. just like, I literally had a moment where I was like, holy, is- sh- I'm fucking surfing,
1: I'm surfing. I was like, wow. woo, and I was just so Calabunga. confident flying on it. It's just like, a, it's, it's like literally a, cow- feeling, a, a feeling that you've never felt before of like being like on that board. Like skidding, that's, on the, so that. on that's the, crazy.
0: It's like being on this rock that you just the fucking, slip. And then the first, like I snowboarded like six or seven times and I sucked at it every time. But just this past year, my seventh time doing it, I was finally able to snow. Like I was I was like, I'm snowboarding. Wow. And just that journey of like practicing everything in life's like you got to practice at it, but you can't overcome that obstacle and you can't get there. Mm -hmm. And that was just the most recent iteration of that lesson being burned in my mind was just this little piano journey. And so I think that the practicing is just so key. Mm. And I think that that's, people will try things and then give up on them because it's too difficult or Mm. the mountain seems too high. But then with any, as my old boss used to say, or my old mentor, I should say would be like, it's just that fucking hard. (laughs) It's just that fucking hard. He's like, I wish I picked up so many things going through life because he was naturally pretty good at things but if he came up across something that was kind of challenging he'd be like oh well, that's not for me yeah and so him now being like a 74 year old man who's gone through a lot of life like multi-millionaire very successful he's yep. just like one of his biggest regrets was that not realizing that it's just that fucking hard yep. and if he had just stuck with so many things throughout his life he would have gone so far in all these different things but because yeah, he no. felt to him like it, it was too unnatural or too hard he just wow. dropped things and so that was his like he was like do you know and someone's trying to oh geez trying to give you some life advice he was yeah. like my biggest regret is not sticking with shit Crazy because man. it just is that hard hmm. and uh more recently i guess experimentation and iteration as far mm-hmm. as uh business but also everything Mm -hmm. i think uh so including with your like with the music creation i think even hearing you talk about just like your creative process i was like it applies to that too Mm -hmm. just the iterations and experimentation there's so much more that we have to do Mm -hmm. on our business side of things as far as experimentation yeah and I don't know. That's just very top of mind for me Definitely. right now. I feel it. Experimentation and all these different things. We just got to keep trying things. Yeah. yeah, man. Just
3: keep on pushing it, bro. Seriously.
2: So you're in a practicing uh, space, headspace. You're doing it every day. Um, are you working on a, a project?
3: Yes. And I
2: am. any any details you can share on that?
3: Um, I don't want to give away too okay, much, okay. but. Uh, So what I do usually is I usually I make like five different projects with all different sounds and whichever one. You know, I just let them fight Uh, to the death. Whichever one sounds best I release. So the rest of them just go in the archive. So Mm. right now it's between like something really slow and jazzy or something like really upbeat, up tempo to get the people fucking going. Yeah. Yeah. So like I'm I'm just trying to figure out what, what people want right now. Gotcha. So you know what they on? What they on? What, Yo, you what y'all, on? <laughs> what y'all feeling, bro? What want to do? You want the vibes? You want the slaps? What's going on? But yeah, man, it's been cool, man. I've been working with so many like talented people, so many wonderful, wonderful musicians that I never thought I'd have an opportunity oh, wow. to be with. That's tight. And it's like, you know, being in the same room as them, it's you're almost like, man, am I even like? Should I even be here? Mm. But then you got to remember, no, nah, they wouldn't be here if they don't want to. Yeah, it's pretty lit yeah <laughs> that's
0: really dope uh how is like i guess the experience been because you've been like doing you did a lot of recording at home but you've been recording in some studios as well oh, yeah. How has that uh experience been recording in a studio as opposed to you know doing it's, at the home studio
3: it's definitely cool it's a lot more pressure like mm-hmm. I, I don't know why but it feels like it's a lot more pressure when you're recording in a studio mm. like couple months ago I was recording at like Anderson Pax studio or wow. something. Oh, mm-hmm. nice. Or like I don't know, it was like his old studio mm-hmm. or something. There's yeah. a bunch of plaques on all like Dre plaques, like some M M&M M. plaques. Some hits was made there. Yeah, dude. And I'm just like walking around the place like, bro, should I even yeah. like <laughs> they don't realize who I am. They're gonna kick me out in like twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah. And like I don't know, because when I'm there, I'm like, I'm, I need to perform at the top of my game. Like, this one dude came, and he was, like, Young Thug's engineer or something, mm-hmm. and he was like, let me hear you spit something. I was like, okay. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I love you me to. The microphone's <laughs> all like a I Put little drop. I was like, okay, if you say so. Yeah. But, like, when I'm at home, bro, like, I could just hide. Nobody has to see me. Yeah. Like? So, yeah. it's crazy. But at the same time, I love meeting new people. Yeah. I like, working with them, and, like, I don't think I could do that anywhere else but a studio. Yeah so it was cool Big i do it yeah do
2: you think the the comfort will come just the more you're in studios like do is it just i don't know
3: man because yeah. f- like
2: mm-hmm.
3: i i feel like it's just a different vibe like something about waking up and just immediately starting to record like right mm-hmm. when you just got out of bed mm-hmm. that it hits different yeah mm-hmm. but then like when you got to get all like I gotta put on cologne mm. and like, yeah. like yeah. Put the mm. studio now. Like yeah, yeah. it's just like oh, I'm I'm a different person. Mm. You know, I feel like I'm putting on like a suit mm. to just go with mm. these people mm. and show them that I can live up to the personality that I'm portraying, mm. and then leave and then, you know, forget all about That's pretty interesting.
2: Yeah, but it seems like a it seems like a for me I'd imagine it'd feel like a, a bit of a challenge because uh, yeah. you're trying to tap into like that true feeling that you have so you kind of have to like it's almost like just getting good at like blocking out everything else yeah definitely. it's like it's what it seems like like the the more you practice that the better you can just tap in like tap into your zone and
0: yeah being absolutely. mindful of the presentation without it impacting like the what would you say creative integrity you
3: know definitely definitely that's one of the biggest things like even when i invite people over to my house to record like sometimes i'll like tell them like you you guys gotta go (laughs) just for like a moment like just leave the room for a second Uh, i'm gonna drop this verse and then they'll come back and they'll listen to it and they're like okay i understand yeah Yeah. i get it (laughs) because like i do some Weird eccentric. He's like, they look through the they look through the
1: so like, window no, no. and they just see like <laughs> like naked like he's, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like. he's he's naked and covered in jiffy peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, All right. and then and then like he arrives, he's back in his robe. He's like, hey guys, yeah. yeah. like, you, you, you got like some chocolate right and there. Then it's, <laughs> the, it's the most fire. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, it's like, I mean, you need to go to your headspace. Like it's just you want to be comfortable mm-hmm. and to make the best music out there you know he you kind of got it. it's like um that one scene in hustle and flow where she's singing the chorus for like it's hard out here for a pimp and she's like i want you to think about all the pain the yeah. blah, blah blah, and then then she just like wails and it's like sometimes you need to do that for yourself but it's just i like can't do it because you think about back to yeah. it think about all the other people in the room uh-huh right and there's too yep. many like you know like perspectives you're worrying about
3: yeah you seem to be worried about your own right Mm, yeah it's
2: just like in life i feel like it's it's just crazy life is
3: a performance yeah right essentially i was
1: reading this one book it's like um it's called uh, what is it like it's like laws of nature Mm. and basically it's talking about how when you're in a group you act very differently yeah because you're trying to assimilate to the kind of positive notes of the group mm-hmm. so if you act outside of the group then you're yeah. shunned by the group and that that hits so much harder yeah you know versus like a one-on-one person it's like you know if, you, if you've ever criticized a person in a group they fire back like, yeah oh, they get super defensive. people <laughs> on the side that like, hey uh, dude like they're like-, like yeah it's, it's more understandable but but because they're embarrassed yeah or something like that they obviously defend themselves in a certain way so when you are in a group you're on a stage, you're on a small stage mm-hmm. yeah. to like assimilate yeah. with a way. And the example that they used in the book was, they were talking about like during Mao Zedong's like CCP mm. and all that stuff. And people were like, yeah, they were like, they were kind of just assimilating. Like, yeah, this is, this is not group right. Thing, this is not, yeah, that yeah, like, like group thing was strong. Mm. Obviously that's very extreme, but you know, it's like um, being in, you know, a studio and be like, oh yeah, that shit's fire. Yeah. They, or someone would be like, I really like that, mm-hmm. like, ah, nah, nah. It's yeah. like, You know, a bunch of yes Wow, crazy. it's like
0: built into our it, into our.
2: There's like this human. old study <laughs> that happened, and like I can't. They had actors that were acting like the participants in the study, and it was like. Was it the I,
0: pain test you're talking about? No, no, no. It was something oh, where was it's okay. like,
2: <sighs> I think it was like a visual type of thing where like.
0: Oh, I got you. So yeah. it was like a. It was almost like an experiment on groupthink, mm-hmm. and. Dang, I don't want to butcher what it was, exactly. but it probably would be hard for me to. But here's the gist of it. They had like a control study, basically, where they had shown uh, individuals like, let's say there's like two images and they're saying like, you know, one circle's this big and the other circle's noticeably larger. And then they'll ask at the end, you know, which circle is bigger. And so the individuals would always be like, you know, the right circle was bigger because it was. But then, in the control group where they would have other actors around, the other actors in the group would unanimously say, oh, it was the left circle, which is noticeably smaller. But the more that that individual who first said the right circle is bigger, the more that it was reinforced by these actors, that the left circle is actually the bigger one, they would re-ask that initial, you know, person which Whoa. was the right circle and then they would
2: it was like 70% so, of the time or a little bit more it was like yeah. a pretty high between percentage between
0: 60 they to would... 70% of the time they would uh purposely choose the wrong answer
2: because knowing of
0: the, yeah. that the right wow. side is a bigger circle, but because of the group think they yeah. wanted to like they're like maybe maybe I'm the one that's yeah. fucked up. Dude, that's
3: wild! Isn't that crazy, Isn't
0: that crazy yeah. experimentation? No, so I get it. I get it. It's just wild. Yeah. We're such it like it goes a deep. It goes deep. Yeah. Her mentality creatures. Wow. Um, what has been? I guess one of the most rewarding things about your journey up, up till this point. Cause I feel like you're gonna have a lot more uh, rewards and I think you're gonna have like, you're gonna get a lot out you're of this journey. Yeah, you're planting yeah. the seeds, you're planting the seeds. I feel Very like you'll get a lot out of this journey. But uh, what has been, I guess, rewarding for you up
3: till this point? Man, I think it's been a lot of stuff. You know, I've, I've met a lot of wonderful musicians A lot of wonderful people I wouldn't have met if I didn't make music. Mm -hmm. But I think the most, most rewarding is like just randomly getting people like, telling me how much like my music means to them. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not like a crazy amount. I don't get like hundreds of DMs a day Mm -hmm. type shit, but like, you know, a couple, I think when my album came out, yeah, like a month out after my album came out, there was this kid and he had been listening to me since I was like 19 years old. And he like he tried to video call me on Instagram and I was like, This is weird, I don't even know this guy. Yeah. Um But I answered and he was crying. Oh. He was like, I've
1: been waiting two years for you to drop. Whoa. And I
3: was like,
0: dude, relax.
1: Yeah. <laughs> on, but dude. That's I'm no gonna awesome. wait another year
3: now. Yeah, I I am waiting so now you're gonna wait four years, dude. But nah, but like you know, we just chopped it up for a little bit, and he was like, I haven't even listened to it yet, but I'm so excited. Wow, it's like, tight. You know, he's just like a little teenager. He's a wonderful guy, though. Seriously, a wonderful dude. And it's like, you know, those people that have enough time in their day to just swipe up or something and say, hey, I really like this song. Like, knowing that I can, like, affect somebody, knowing that I can make somebody feel something, Yeah. That that's what's rewarding. Because mm-hmm. it's never been about, like, oh, I got a million plays yeah. or oh I got a record deal for 10 million dollars, that's a second. Yeah. It's all about the connections I can make, it's all about just improving overall life for people, and mm-hmm. making it a little easier. Because I know when I was in high school, I definitely needed Kid Cudi, I definitely yeah. needed yeah. A$AP Rocky, yeah. I needed all my favorite oh, musicians. Mm-hmm. Like without them, I don't think I would have grown into the person I am, and I just hope one day I can be that person for some kid out there. That's you know, true. that's really dope. That's all that matters. You already me,
2: are, yeah. man. You're that to me too. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you're like um, there's just like this light about you, and you don't even. It's crazy that you, we don't even know like what our actions do. Like I mean, that's just one person that actually like reached out to you and and did that, but. I think you don't know, like, how. Who's watching. Yeah, like, <laughs> who who's really being inspired by you, wow. you know? Like, we're just the ones close enough to tell you, or, yeah. you know, someone gets brave enough to, like, just say it to you, you know? Yeah, but yeah. um, I think there's probably a lot of people out there that are, are just kind of watching, inspired, and, you know, probably waiting to, like, do something for themselves, you know? Yeah. Hopefully.
1: It was kind of funny that you mentioned that, because I was thinking of this idea. I was like, think about, you being someone's oldies or someone's retros that'd be mm-hmm. awesome man right? yeah i, <laughs> I love think that. i forget what i was thinking about but it was just like i was like yeah like I, maybe i was looking through the, like the records of uh of, like i think i bought i think about I a new houseplant um record album from uh seth rogan it's just like house party thing but then I was like oh this is some oldies you know and stuff like that and they had like got a steel drums PIMP like mm-hmm. mix and stuff like that I was like dang this is old too some but deep cuts if you think about it it's like at some point in time like those are new songs yeah, yeah. That was yeah. now they're like oh throwbacks like the whole yeah. that, what, what is what is that festival that you showed me uh, with the Missy Elliott and the uh, 50 lovers and lovers friends, and friends. Yes. oh my god. God. god that thing's huge yeah, yeah, missy elliott that's silly, like dude. just ever well, it i wish I could it's
2: like it's that. like
1: 106 in part bet like <laughs> rap city <sighs> all wrapped up into like oh, yeah two
2: days that reminds me i like uh, i think for us growing up um the reason why these like oldies like mean so much is because it was like all we had, like there wasn't uh, so much, oh, and it was played so like, like over yeah. and over like again. On, like, so it's like B T or
1: like M T B
0: everywhere. All, all we had. We didn't. It, man, it's part of core memories, memories, you know. Like for us, mm-hmm. it was like high school, and you know what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. Like, oh, I was like, oh, <laughs> but it's crazy, you know. Like this, this streaming <laughs> shit. I would already graduated college before yeah. I got a streaming thing, and I was like, dang, I yeah. should have done this shit hell earlier. <laughs> wow. but it's like you know we didn't have acts we were just downloading shit yeah. i was like
1: uh, when i was I'm in high school, right. yeah.
0: i was just deep on the blogs i was like oh, blog yeah. era. so i was up, like two dope boys like Da right all them fucking hip-hop blogs so that's how i found about, out about like kendrick and everybody Dang, you know like wow. dom everybody was just Paul like Kennedy. from 2009 up until the blogs died concrete in like 2014 loop. yeah concrete <laughs> loop there just would be all shit. these like uh hip hop blogs and so currency uh, just everybody um but it is interesting that like our sources were so limited on where we could even get this like music or content so i think for our generation too we have a strong connection to each other through these songs as well yes like when it like when the senorita comes on or certain tracks like anyone generations after can Appreciate, yeah, appreciate it, it and yeah. enjoy it, but it won't hit the same. Exactly. Like for us, well, we have a, a it's a touch point for us that we can all relate on. Yeah. We're all like, hey, it's, just
1: it. it's a nostalgia pocket. Mm. So like, one thing that um, during like the pandemic, I was looking up is like why people collect things because mm. it seemed like everyone was collecting some kind of yeah dumb shit. Yeah. Yeah. like you know, <laughs> uh, but like music is the only time where you collect time. Mm. in like this pocket and it's like a capsule to like when you first Mm. heard it yeah Uh you know because like i remember like so for instance like i was singing like the chorus of like beautiful with like uh, pharrell Mm. and like snoop dogg and i remember i gave like a cd to a girl that i liked that had that Mm. like you know I, i think you're beautiful we see your oh, oh, shit. Shit. you're funny yeah, yeah I was I was, I was, was like shit I was burning CDs back yeah, then I was burning I, CDs. that was the shit you, was with the like, markers no no, no but I, like, was yeah. like, I was burning them, <laughs> I was selling them you know I was like hey you need that new Wu-Tang <laughs> <laughs> you need that new Britney Spears I was like yeah. diversifying my bonds cause I was like why are you buying so many CDs I'm like don't worry about it mom but like like every song dude I remember when I first heard like um like cool kids like i was like yeah close was college. Cool. i was like, whoa, whoa. like yeah, whoa west yeah i remember seeing the the them premiering the through the wire yeah i like and i was like Yo, this is crazy it was so big was those wild. moments those like musical yeah. moments like oh my god it's, yeah. it's interesting do
0: you feel that there are artists for i guess within your um your peers, mm-hmm. are there artists that you would say were like culturally significant, like between not only maybe you and your closest friends, because you, you guys probably have similar tastes. But if you were even just think about kids that were in your grade or mm-hmm. just peers within your age range, are there artists that you can kind of like universally... I guess, kind of tie yourselves too. Is that, a, mm. is that a, would that be a way to frame? Or is there anyone like that? Like, was it like, you
3: know, Lil Yachty at one point? Was Dude. that like... Dude. Oh <laughs> my song. God.
4: I'll
3: get to Lil Yachty. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was in seventh grade, mm-hmm. what I I'm so serious. You could not... You couldn't go anywhere without hearing Tyler the Creator, ASAP Rocky. That's crazy, and that wow, it was like it was like, Bloods, it was like the Crips and the Bloods, bro. It was like Crips and the Bloods, dude. You A$AP either Mom. you either rode with like ASAP Rocky and you like ASAP Rocky, you wore the long t shirt yeah. and the skinny jeans, or you like Tyler <laughs> the Creator, you wore like really weird clothes. Wow. So it was like no in between. That's crazy. That yeah, was that, an unbelievable time. Bro. <laughs>
1: crazy. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's pretty so cool. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, dude. I like, did not know that. It was like. In like deciding factor, no, of, like, seriously, you know, dude. Skinny jeans versus weird clothes in, yeah, the, parking <laughs> <three>. <laughs> in the parking lot at three.
3: In the parking lot, yeah, nah, bro, but yeah. Bring your slammers. Like I, I was, was. You guys want to guess what what crew I was rolling with? Uh, you with the like, Tyler? Yeah, <laughs> okay. I was the Tyler hard. crew. That wasn't <laughs> hard to
4: guess.
1: The funny thing is, I was in college and I was listening to both of them. Yeah. <laughs> Just like I did not know, like down the way over at University High, they're like.
4: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the skateboarders
1: and the, like the people, yeah, like yeah, the bro, it was oh, wow. wild, wild, <laughs> <us. laughs> yeah, 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 like doing something yeah, like yeah. that. Oh my god, no,
3: dude, it was definitely it's, crazy. Wow. But then, like you know, we got older. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, at the time, Tyler's thing was like you know, oh, it was it Odd Future, like Wolfgang, kill them all. It yeah. was like. It was very aggressive. Yeah, you know? definitely. It was It it was like bastard and goblin. Mm-hmm. Oh my oh, god, sure. those yeah, those out wild, dark. Mm-hmm. And then only until he got to like f- wolf flower boy.
3: Wolf flower boy. It yeah. was like
1: okay, like he on the, he's letting up. Cherry bomb. Yeah. We won't even talk about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like cherry bomb. I like, like cherry bomb. Cherry bomb. Oh no, that's one. He's
0: bum, got bum, some bum. good. Um,
2: you not want to be in a crowd when that goes. Oh out. my god, scary! Dude, I'm it's like like, Rai! Like, Rai! <laughs> it's like, kid, like, it's like, it's like, it's like slow
1: mo, kid.
2: We tried getting out. Yeah, it's that's <laughs> just <actually laughs> stressful.
3: It is. It's I like, like it. it's like sound the alarm. Like, no, definitely, bro. That was scary. Scary time to be a kid, bro. Seriously, do you feel
0: like is it harder to connect with people based off of like? because everything is so uh what's the word i think everything's so like splintered this isn't the best word that i could use but everything's so splintered and it's like like us growing up you know it was like yeah mtv radio or you were illegally downloading shit but you know even the hip-hop block like you know it's all being funneled from these like it was still these main sources but it seems like so many people are creating so many people Mm -hmm. there's so many Mm -hmm. platforms to distribute there's so many different like yeah just splinters do you feel like um you being your age is it harder to connect with people absolutely Mm -hmm. i feel
3: like i feel like i'm more connected with every anybody and everybody at the same time Mm -hmm. than i've ever been but like it just feels disconnect yeah it just feels so like i don't know you at all
1: i I forget where it was i was saying like yeah like you know you can go talk to someone who's on the other side of the world yeah we're so connected by our phones but like communication wise Mm -hmm. person to person yeah we're so disconnected because absolutely i can be with you sitting and eating dinner, but I could be on my phone, like talking to someone else. Some dude in you're Germany. You're never, you're never lonely. <laughs> yes. My, my dude in Germany is like, like what well, are you eating with that guy again? Yeah. yeah you know? Like, oh like uh, you know, come eat currywurst over here. Uh, But the point is, is just like you, you're, you're never alone and you're never like, hey, like, let me like really. Yep. Genuinely have a connection. So like uh-huh. this, I, I mean, I've been better about it because I'm always like on my phone doing business and stuff like that. I just like set it aside or just like, you know, one of those like time jars yeah so, definitely you know, that comes be- in handy
3: yeah because i don't i don't know because it's like it's like I, I i was thinking about this the other day if if you were to disappear off of social media, people would think you died. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy, I know. I like, thought about that. Yeah. My entire existence is just on like Instagram and <laughs> yeah. like TikTok and stuff, bro. Like, I don't know. Cause I, I thought about it. I was like, what if I just like go MIA? Yeah. And then I was, I was like, nah, cause then people are gonna think I, I died. Yeah, it's like uh, What
1: is it? I think, therefore, I am. I post, therefore, I am. Oh God, bro, bro right? it's wild. Just, you know, yo, like, what, what, dude, bro, you haven't posted in like years. Like, where are you? Are like, you okay? I just, like...
2: Sometimes, yeah, that that is kind of interesting. Sometimes I'm like, oh, well, maybe okay? they just needed space from mm-hmm. being on social media. It's a yeah. lot, you know, and or yeah, I'm, I'd be interested in. Talking to someone who's off the grid. Oh, that's, yeah, that'd be lit. And, yeah. oh, should, I don't really know that. Actually. We should,
1: we should get my, you uh, met my cousin Raymond. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was telling him, I was like, I was like, cause, well, I'm to put, you don't watch this anyway. <laughs> I was like, I was telling him, I was like, he's like dating, right? And then he's like, he's like, yeah, i like, whenever they like, look at my social media, I'm like, they're like, they get all sus. I'm like, yeah, that is. Because that's honestly. <laughs> it's, it's like, like let's, let's you're, honest. just, you're just it's like.
2: kind of sus, bro. That, yeah. like... that, is, that is like, you know. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> kinda, like, like, at least have like kinda a fake. Sucks. I mean, he hikes a lot. I'm like, have a fake like little hiking persona. Yeah. Yeah. You can have that. You don't have to put everything on. You can be <laughs> a fake like, person.
2: It's you weird know, that there's know, things what? that work in a society. Like there's like societal a normal, norm. Societal yeah. norms. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, this is the new. Back
1: to the group stuff no. yeah this yeah. is exactly what it is Thanks. the internet is a stage instagram mm. is a stage and if you're not like following the same traits it's like what are you doing man like yeah. i don't understand seriously like, dude, you haven't posted since 2016 and it was that one slice of pizza Something's up. <laughs> Like, Something i don't know up. man well, like, okay. have you had pizza since then yeah like, i don't know i have questions but then you're like <laughs> uh, literally like jesus reborn yeah, you know
0: like yeah, the yeah, most yeah. like amazing those person people,
1: those people are like, like it's like Yo, man, I'm getting a lot of Bible verses over like <laughs> beach scenes lately. You know, yeah. you're doing daily haikus. Yeah. Mm, OK, but, oh
0: my God.
2: <laughs> but you're Jesus. saying that, like the ones that do stuff away, though, they have like
0: they could actually be the most incredible people
1: yeah. But yeah, just nice.
0: because of like the perception of not a lot of its perception, which is, I guess, why we're in the situation that we're in in America. And yeah. I guess at large is like because it's just perception. Yeah. And then perception versus reality. And yeah. it's like we're living in the perception verse as opposed to reality. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's everything. So the perception of yeah. only having like yeah. oh, I follow 3000 accounts, but only like 100 people follow me yeah. and oh, yeah, that people will have uh, preconceived notions yeah. about who you are as a person based yeah. on something yeah. as trivial as like a, a account. Yeah. But the fact that it almost does have like social capital
1: and yeah. weight mm-hmm. to have that,
0: it's uh, just-
2: It's, it's kind of wild. It's, it's really wild.
1: wild. It's imaginary points. Like yeah. you mm. could, you like there was no manual for the internet, but also sudden, like the little fucking thumbs up or the hearts became your currency mm. of how yep. you're valued, right? Yeah. Wow. And just how we put a dollar amount to people's lives of like, oh, you're very successful because you make a million dollars. Mm-hmm. You make a billion dollars. And the sad part about it is we throw around these people. Are, oh, yeah. You know, the Bieber getting $200 million. Yeah. I'll never make $200 yeah. million. <laughs> the fuck am I saying? You know, yeah, I have an opinion. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Right? Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. The the idea is that, like... Numbers are so inflated. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. It's like, honestly, I think TikTok numbers are super inflated. No, Not yeah, for like getting for sure. millions of followers, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like playing a Japanese video game where you do 5 million damage. Yeah. with a <laughs> Critical <laughs> hit. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Critical are you hit. sure about that? <laughs> this pig has 20 million damage health points? Like, okay. <laughs> like, just inflated. So nah, then, because sure. you're given this random currency, you're like, I don't know how it's worth, but so it's how much you value. Yes, that's what,
2: that's the biggest shit right there. It's just like, that's all that matters. So so
1: some weird psychopathic thing that I've been doing lately is I go to my stories and I look to see how many people have seen it because that's like the traffic that comes in. Yeah. yeah. Right. But then I also look at like who's watching it and Mm -hmm. who's like, who's chiming in to Mm -hmm. like look at like my content. engaging for real. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because I'm like getting... For me, it's a data analysis yeah. of like who am I getting to like look at this? Is mm. it interesting? And then over time, is there a drop off point? Yeah. Things like that. It's just merely for for my mm. own personal kind of thing where it's like it's a game. Yeah. It yeah. no, really is a game. For sure. Right? You know, Reddit's a game. You get the little like buttons, you know. You know what? This is important because we'll soon have Sylvia Wakana on. Yeah. She she said she would do it. She knows the algorithms. She knows the gamify. She's like, don't post on Saturday, post on Sunday. Post mid Sunday because everyone's searching. I'm like, oh, dang. I'm like, no a this. A, this is a prima game facts players guy. Note this yeah. down. No, this like, you down. Know? Like, 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 I'm like looking through the Game Genie cheat codes. Yeah. Of, like, <laughs> in in the back of the book. She's studying
2: like human behavior. No. I don't know. But, like, but when are people chilling? The, like, the game and the algorithm. There, yeah.
1: uh, I looked at it a little bit. There are YouTube videos that talk. Deeply about the algorithm, they mm. knew about reels way before people were like, "Why am I not getting like likes? Like, mm-hmm. What the fuck's going on?" Mm. You know, they were the ones who were like, "Oh, use like these sounds, use these hashtags, use mm. those, all these other things." And I was like, "Wow, this is like, like, it's like, it's like you being really invested in like Call of Duty or like World of Warcraft, but it's Instagram, yeah, and oh, it's real wow. life, right? yeah." So, if you think about it as a video game, you go out in the world, create this content. Because, you know what I've seen? I've seen the back end of it where there's, like, all these influencers, right? And not going to lie, there's just a bunch of introverts. There's a bunch of introverts that like to make content to make them look like, I'm having fun out in the world. And I'm like, I'm the funnest, friendliest person ever. Yeah, And I'm like, (laughs) y'all busted. It's just, like, it's it's a facade. Oh, yeah. But... Perception is everything. Oh right my gosh, now. that's what's crazy. You yeah. know? So I'm like, okay, well, I'd rather just navigate my space being me. Yep. Yeah. Because honestly, me being that fake kind of person now, that would drive me nuts. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. It won't like, feel right Yeah. To like, the
2: core, like, you know.
1: Tell me more about how you navigate social media. Do you-
3: oh, Great question. Man. Yeah. It's tough because like, you know, I've been doing, you know, the thing where you... Um, you know like it gives you like an option i don't know it does it have it for oh you yeah guys for the likes for the boost post oh yeah oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Yeah. i've been paying for advertising on instagram mm-hmm. just like for my album and stuff really. yeah. and it's like you get the weirdest people like the most peculiar people yeah. looking at your posts and profiles and uh-huh. stuff uh-huh. but like as far as like um looking for a promotion i use meme pages a lot mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. i reach out to meme pages i'm like yo you should use one of my songs in your videos That's and these cool. little kids they watch the videos and they're like, Hey, what's song? Name of song yeah. in the <laughs> Yeah, that's and cool then, You know, that nice. that's gotten me tight. a pretty substantial yeah. amount of plays. That's and then nice. like nice. there's always like these like music pages, like uh. these hip hop pages, like um these are my fire picks of music for the week. And yeah. It's like some some little white kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like SSG Kobe yeah and, like all yeah. these like trap artists. Yeah. But like, you know, you could pay to get in their like playlists and yeah. you get a substantial amount of like play Travel. from that nice. yeah so it's it's all just also like i have a lot of friends who are like influencers now like some of them mm-hmm. are like health influencers mm-hmm. and they like tell me like you know like you were saying like you know post on like saturday don't post on sunday don't do this yeah. and it 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 works it, it really does work you know, the health and instagram fitness mm-hmm. it's it's wild because like you never realize like you said it is a video game it really is like if you know exactly mm-hmm. who to talk to who to reach out to what to post what hashtags to use what time to post mm-hmm. like it's really just up from there like there's there's entire instagram pages devoted to yeah. just helping you grow your page it's yeah. wild man yeah
1: or like what you about, when people like, like or comment on their own thing they're, yeah. just, they're just eating the algorithm yeah. because, yeah. because yeah. what you about, like like if you like within the first like minute and then comment too Mm -hmm. it it like shoots it way up Mm -hmm. because it's Mm -hmm. basically like if you comment then basically everything that has less comments like yeah you have one engage point behind you Mm -hmm. right and you have one comment point behind you and then i don't i mean like social proof right it's all
2: worked in the system
1: so like like one thing that like when i was like dating there there's something called um it's called smv called social market value, or sexual market value. No. And basically social proof is another thing. Mm-hmm. It shows that you have value in the group, mm. right? And like, I dude, I saw it, what's happened? what? Couple days ago, I was at like Yobo Sayo and then I was like talk. I was like, I was like, there's like a group of people who are just like crowded around. I'm like, oh, I just wanna get kombucha, right? And then go, like, oh, excuse me. And they're like, oh, hey, Kevin, like, how's your screen? I'm like, oh, it's cool. Just came from over there, blah, blah, blah. And then just like, you know, like just talking with them, I'm like, alright, I'm like, dude. You know, I learn their names, I was like, hey, I'll see you Saturday, right? And just like give them the daft. Mm-hmm. And then I just see like this girl who's like in a curriculum like like crew neck, just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm like Ma'am, I don't need a sample. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta go. I got things to take care, right? That's you know, crazy. Bro. No, no hot dog combo for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just, but, like, but like the thing is, is that like being good in those settings, mm-hmm. either the club setting or the studio setting, or just in an environment where you can talk to people, yeah. it shows that like you have value. And then mm-hmm. on the internet, it's that same space. Yeah, mm-hmm. facts. You know where it's facts. like, hey man, this guy's getting like at least. 50 to 100 likes, thousand likes, mm-hmm. you know, and like, you know, must be value there. Yeah. What's going yeah, on, on with It's true. Yeah. What's going on with Well, I'm, uh, I'm still with the Freddie Gibbs, you know, it's like a million followers don't mean a million dollars, you know?
0: Yeah. You know, right.
3: Absolutely.
1: But it does have its
0: benefits yeah for the number sure. has its benefits you know, like, yeah
3: I, I i've never really like cared much about like followers it's so, oh, like yeah. all my friends like when we started making music together and stuff they were like our goal for the end of the year Five thousand followers. I'm it, like, I don't really it, care like that. How many? Like, how many?
1: Uh, how many sex bots do you have as followers? Oh my god! Right. That is a thing. Oh my god, that you is hilarious, know? bro. <laughs> like big titty, like Thai street vendors. Dude. Like, why are they, they? They're more supportive than my regular friends. Oh god. They're <laughs> more supportive know? than my regular liking, friends. They be liking, my comments way more <laughs> than go, my right? regular friends. Yeah. I you. get, I get all these hearts, and I get like, oh. Oh, Jessica, Nebraska, 64897. Yeah, I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> what is Shout going out? on? Shout out <laughs> to all the Jessica Nebraskas. Oh Jessica Bot. Yeah, bro. dude. All these, bots, all these bots. All these bots. <laughs> it's crazy. I think it's yo, hilarious. Man, it's, like, it's like catfish breeding season. Mm-hmm. Just like wild out there. And then they'd be, they'd, be, they'd, be, they'd be liking a lot. I'm like, I'm like, oh, oh at least they're boosting my numbers. So like, <laughs> yeah. that, that got me thinking. I'm like, yo, these people at the top must have millions of these bots dude yeah so everything's inflated
2: yeah man. there was like a, a scan not a scandal but like um there's two artists who are pretty popular and like people were like noticed that their comment section on their youtube videos were being like flooded don with toliver like, yeah don Tolliver and then there's like don one toliver, other person yeah, yeah 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 so Crazy. and they're like people were uh Thinking like it was a record label. Yeah, they're saying it's like they
0: may not. It's not like not even the individual artists who are in control of like the market. It's definitely like the A and R, just the label behind paying for without you know. So then you find out they got caught
2: up. It's crazy that like people are smart. Like like, they people.
0: (laughs) So Suited, for example, is a recent Uh, uh, industry artist who she she dropped her label, her first major label. uh, She dropped an album, and you know she's had songs with like millions and millions of plays Mm -hmm. she's had radio hits she's had everything on paper would indicate that her album would break and be extremely successful but i think first week sales was like 2000 albums sold and so that was like you know one of the kickstarters to this conversation of just like inflated numbers and like Mm -hmm so much is being put into uh perception yeah into what would be the word uh just disproportionately representing yeah yeah absolutely man uh, I don't
4: know.
2: it's it's interesting because like that's an artist where i can hear like a song and, and it's like a hit and it's like that's cool but mm-hmm. like am i gonna want to get to know them more no. or do i want to follow that cur- no. you know it's like I don't I don't know. I think there's like a difference. There's someone that can be like a great like I guess or can make some hits and but it's like who's really who's got
0: that draw? Ha- yeah,
2: yeah, who's who really wants to connect with them Yeah. Or, yeah. you know like who's their real fans that are like supporting them and, and that kind of just Goes to show it, like, yeah, yeah. She's so, maybe someone that people like to look, you know. She's beautiful, you, yeah, you know, yeah. and
0: can make a fun hit here can, and there, yeah. but she when can it can be com-
2: entertaining on Instagram, I don't know. I don't follow, I don't follow her. I don't know yeah. when but, it comes
0: time to support for real, Yeah, it's like there's a, a significant drop off on mm-hmm. versus you Soginess. know, yeah. I,
3: would, I call that the, the little <laughs> pump factor, yeah, because like pump? when a little pump was blowing up, yeah. I Think what mainly drew people in was his Instagram, yeah, and his Twitter because he would post like such crazy yeah. stuff, yeah. And like his music was Trapper of the Century, like yeah. I didn't care about it, yeah. yeah. That. But I followed him on Instagram, yeah. like I won't lie, entertaining, I mean, it's a personality, yeah. right? It was it's definitely. almost the world not
1: even crazy at that time,
3: too. Yeah, 2017 was like a dark period. Oh, I it think. was
1: a little public 2017.
3: Yeah, I mean that's when I found out about him. I don't yeah. know, like
1: around that. Maybe I was thinking yeah. about Takashi Six Nine during like the pandemic.
0: Yeah, uh, oh, yeah. He was, was sorry, my to... bad.
1: What was your thoughts, Savannah? Yeah, go
2: ahead. Uh, don't remember. I'm sorry. You were actually talking. <laughs> You're know, relating with up.
0: Lil pump, but
2: the little pump effect, and it, oh, Lil just pump the effect. The personalities, um... like someone can have like an opening or a channel of yes. exposure, like as a say a musician or an artist, but then they're actually more of an entertainer mm. yeah and then you find that out and you're like oh actually i'm just more intrigued by this person's personality and what mm-hmm. they're doing and and then they can carry on you they know, should have a tv
0: show instead yeah, of a you music you know I mean, there's like a
2: difference face. like there's like an opening for <laughs> some people and then oh. you know, people will gravitate towards them for another reason mm-hmm. yeah
1: I think nowadays it's just like you're, you're, everyone's like kind of a jack of all trades. You have to be. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. The only person who just stands out that doesn't do that is Frank Ocean. Mm. But yeah, he's his own sure. like enigma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Seriously. Yo, know, is he going to drop yeah. an album before Coachella or is he just like so? Like, maybe man. not before,
0: but it's happening
1: this year. It's happening this yeah. year. The record label's like, you know, hey. Hey, blonde. I just hate how
3: cryptic he is, dude. Yeah, it's like two. Did you guys see that thing he did with the The blonde? The cock ring? That made me upset. (laughs) Did you guys hear about that? (laughs) No, is it? Dude, his luxury uh, jewelry brand put out like a $25,000 cock ring oh uh, yeah like that's very frank Ocean. with gold solid gold lab grown diamonds solid gold grown diamonds yeah dude i read the whole description uh, yeah. in h m with my <laughs> friends and they were cracking up they're we like this guy put out a cock ring before an album bro yeah. he's oh. picking up off the little Nas devil shoe thing <laughs> oh, my you my know God. he's Sorry, taking he's like, on that the
0: Nas playbook guess...
3: no but like recently he just re-released no, the vinyl totally of blonde it. and along with no the... he didn't yeah he re-released oh. it dude
1: Oh, I need to buy that. Oh, dude, it
3: sold out in, like, two minutes. I tried to get one, too. My cousin got one. That's that's
1: all good. I still need a a channel orange one.
3: It came with either, like, a poster of uh, just like, dude, and then a poster of him. But if you put the two posters together, it reads out, like, a message Uh about how he planned on doing a bunch of Blonded Radio events. And, like, some of them didn't go too well, I think. Mm -hmm. And then... You know it's just a huge cryptic message and he was like at the end it said the recording artist is now interested in dropping oh, longer it's only, bodies of works dollars. <laughs> but yeah it's like longer bodies of works yeah like he's he's interested. do you think that.
2: like he knows that everyone's waiting, and waiting oh absolutely so he's just dude. like just being vague mysterious like it's, he knows yeah, the pool dude. that he has you know
0: it's and part just of his uh the mystery yeah angle seriously. you know and it's just like i think That's one thing that artists don't have a lot of today because you're kind of forced in the position to have to expose so much that there's not really a lot of like uh, mysterious artists that are able to hit that level.
2: Kendrick, yeah, actually. But from,
0: I would say, even newer artists because they're coming, they're still at that hybrid age. Like, you know, even Frank is blessed having come into the scene prior to the extremes of today.
1: But I think that's like kind of cause talking about Kendrick is there's a certain level of self-promotion and mm-hmm. shamelessness you kind of have to do. And that seems like the best route, easiest route. But I was recently watching a video that was talking about how our generation just, just doesn't have patience. Yeah, Like for we real, we don't know how to put in 10,000 hours and stick with something. Mm-hmm. And there's always. Something distracting you, some mm-hmm. kind of like electronic dopamine machine. Yeah, and it's bad. You know, like you you wanna you wanna participate in it because you know you're like like it's like I, the casino. It is a casino. <laughs> yeah. it's like Ring, ding, 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 yeah. ding 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 five likes. Like, yeah. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You're like, no yeah. like, oh, some more, some more. You know, <laughs> <laughs> jackpot. More <four> likes. <laughs> Seventy two likes. Like you know, you're just like constantly just pulling in yeah. this. It's like yeah. the content you, you know? You, thing you make the post, you make the post. I, it's that, why do you think they call it reels, you know? Oh, back. It's all just a gambling yeah. thing of life, you know? Wow.
3: But, yeah, it's it's pretty wild. Yeah. So but it's good to disappear. That's kind of an yeah. interesting
2: you know, were you gonna say something? No. no. no, no, no. I was gonna it's, say it's it's interesting that Sorry. But, um that you are like everyone almost like 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 with um even actors and stuff they're sharing more of themselves mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the people expect you to 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 share so much yeah, yeah. and you, it, it kind of feels like you have to do that to i don't know stay like in their social, minds social or
1: pressure though yeah the yeah. group think, right yeah so everyone it's... else is doing it why don't you do it we're all going to exactly. jump off the But bridge. when you
2: but then when you pull away then it's it's real quiet so yeah. you feel like this is the only way is like to just you know. build an
0: audience and yep. like work them uh, yeah and it it still out. worse
2: and figure us all out but it kind of sucks <laughs> <laughs> that this we have system. to like you know kind of be vulnerable in your in yeah. your life experience or whatever you're yeah. trying to like achieve or your businesses your art whatever it is like Or you could
0: put on a persona and just become this fake person and this fake reality. That's that's the flip side to too. You could be that full artist still, but just then if you have the energy, you can do that to create the full persona and live in that. And anytime you're like visually represented, you're like, are that caricature until you become it. And then you become this weird human being when you're like 50. Yeah. Yeah. But. (laughs) yeah,
1: Because I think there's people who like like, uh, shit, this persona's gotten ahead of me. Mm. Mm. So it's like, I gotta constantly be this and kind of whatever. But then there's also like people who are like just being real with themselves, like Doja Cat yeah. or like Dumbfounded or like, you know, yeah. Anderson uh, Pack. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, yeah Anderson Pack is now kind of in his own look, like Like, he's like, look and whatnot. Yeah, he's yeah, he's yeah. a character of himself, but mm. it's a deep character. Um, mm. But it's just, don't, Get lost in that sauce of, like, you know, being so much of a character that, you know... Yeah. You're like Tupac Shakur. You know, where you're, like, kind of like, you want that persona so bad that yeah. you're living that life. Facts, and dude. you got to realize, like, take a step back, like, you don't really do that. hmm You know? It's wild.
0: What's... uh Looking towards the future. Yeah. Um, what are... What's something you're excited about? And then we'll go into final thoughts and wrap up for this, um, for this week. But yeah, what's something you, that you're excited about?
3: Um, I'm excited because I feel like I've finally put out a record where I'm like, yeah, this is, this is good. This is music that I want to represent me. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I feel like I'm at a point where I can just keep on building on top of that. And once i put out more music like i always love artists where like i find like one song by them that i'm like this is crazy and then i go back and they have like five albums yeah. out, and i'm like holy shit And they're have a good night tonight yeah. Yeah, yeah so like i just want to be able to put out that much music hopefully like see what i can do as far as like record contracts i don't mm. want to like sign anything huge mm. but a distribution deal would be nice mm. so i might you know with the help of some people that i know very dearly i might try to shop around my last record and hopefully some future stuff i'm putting around putting out right now but um yeah you know i'm i just the business aspect gives me nightmares so i'm just taking it as slowly (laughs) as possible so i don't mess anything up you know so yeah you know i'm just really excited to like be putting out more music to um, be doing more collabs with more people that I actually enjoy and not just like me rapping on their songs but like actually producing tracks for like singers and like you know it's it's cool like I'm just really excited to be doing that that's nice
2: that's
0: that's really dope I'm very happy to hear that we're excited to hear more music from you and to keep seeing what you create You've Have been doing say. a great job, man. Yeah. Thank you. Excited Thank you. to hear more. Excited to see where this journey continues to take you. Keep mm-hmm. doing your thing. Play boy. Keep shining bright. Keep shining bright.
2: Thank you.
0: We'll go around and give final thoughts for the week then and wrap up this week's beautiful episode. Wonderful.
2: Um sometimes lately. Um I just think, think, or uh look inward. <laughs> Sometimes Ooh. just look inward. Like sometimes, like I get so caught up with like whatever is happening around, and then it shakes me up a little bit. And I'm just like trust myself more. You know, like mm. just bring it back to me. Like mm. refocus to me, 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 me. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm practicing. So I just like it's a little phrase I've just been saying. Like just l- look, inward. Oh. look inward, look inward, look like inward. Trust and trust that. Just because. Mm. Uh, even if I'm I'm nervous, I'm doing something new. I'm just like just bring it back. I guess it's, maybe it's like a grounding technique. I don't Ooh. know. But I'm just like look inward, and then That's I'm just like okay, just follow that. <laughs> That's it. Next, anybody? Next.
1: Sometimes in life, people are merely yellow leaves on your houseplant. Mm. and like other yellow leaves, they need to be trimmed mm. because they're just holding you back from flourishing as much as you can. Tell him. Fuck those yellow leaves. No, I'm <laughs> Underwater, um, overwater, yeah. god damn it. <laughs> what you need? What do you need? Bring <laughs> a pot. Some land? I, I can't think, do it all.
0: I think something that I've been trying to do recently in my personal life, um, because you know, I've been taking time to meditate, I would say. Or I would set like if I'm feeling um Activated, I'll, I'll put it like that. If I'm feeling activated, I'll set like five to six minutes to just sit in silence and meditate and just try and center myself. And so something I've been trying to find is there's times where you feel not good or elevated or activated or life will pull you in so many different ways with your emotions. When I do these quick meditations I'm trying to focus in on a baseline Mm. a baseline of feeling and I know what that baseline feels like where I feel calm and can breathe and I just am understanding what that core baseline of where I want to be at is and when I do do these you know quick five to ten minute meditations my focus is on trying to bring myself to that baseline and focusing on what that is so I can reach that state and I think that if it's helpful for others I don't know it's been helpful for me but trying to understand what feels like a safe baseline for me like what is my active comfort space and like where I'm breathing easy I'm not like overwhelmed or stressed or I'm I'm just able to breathe and my mind is calm my heart's calm my being's kind of calm and really understanding and capturing what that baseline looks like and feels like and so when I am practicing these moments of meditation having that clear kind of concrete space that I want to try and reach Mm -hmm. and I think that that's been helpful for me is labeling what I feel is my baseline and then when I take these moments or breaks for myself using that time to try and enter and reach that space so I think maybe that could be helpful for others as well um finding what your baseline is and then I highly recommend if you're feeling stressed or overwhelmed or it, you don't even have to be to that extreme. You could just be feeling out of your norm. Um, figure out what that baseline is for you, and then kind of focus your meditations on trying to enter that space and get there. And uh, wow. that's my thought and for.
2: I feel like in, in recognizing when you're out of that norm too. Yeah, it's the oh, bigger, the bigger yeah. thing. Because so then you're like, oh just catching like oh i'm kind of i'm feeling off yeah or, or oh, different or not yeah. i think that's the biggest thing mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and old. then and then you do the work right and then mm-hmm. you find how to get mm-hmm. back to that baseline mm-hmm. but being aware of like oh i'm not i think that's I, a big thing i feel thing. off or yeah. i feel activated
0: because i think a lot of times we'll put like really negative connotations to feeling mm-hmm. but we're pretty much mm-hmm. just like are these like uh we're just sensors yeah. from top to wow. bottom all of our being yeah. and we feel a lot of things and i think you know it doesn't mean that it's good or bad always yeah you could just be activated so i use the word activated instead of like stressed Triggered or disappointed or or you know yeah, you just yeah, feel like bad. elevated outside of your whatever that baseline may be yeah. anyways that's my final thought brother jose what
3: you got for the people um Well last night I was in Target buying a new pillow Mm -hmm. And then I was thinking about you guys Mm -hmm. And I realized like From from the moment I met you guys to now I had an idea of how my life would go Mm -hmm. Did it go that way? Not really Mm -hmm. But I'm not disappointed at all I'm actually kind of Pleasantly Extremely pleasantly surprised as of how it went And I just feel like Sometimes you got to realize life isn't always going to go exactly how you plan it to. But I can proudly say for the last two to three years, I've been nothing but as good as possible to people. I've smiled when I should have. I did the right things when I had the opportunity to do the wrong thing. And I, I'm I'm, very happy as to where we ended up as people. Yeah, dude. Like... You know uh, uh, so many wonderful things have happened and i feel like they're going to continue to happen mm-hmm. so yeah like you know i've been doing this whole music thing for like what five six years now mm-hmm. like for sure for sure and if anybody out there holy shit, i'm bleeding yeah. uh, that's, that's crazy <laughs> if, anybody got out there, if anybody out there is watching this because, you know, I'm here and I told you to watch it because you listen to my music or something, um, you know, it gets easier, man. You know, this thing isn't gonna last forever, no one's gonna make it out alive. Don't take it too seriously. That's but that's all. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking
2: bleeding
0: (laughs) (laughs) And with that we say uh, Thanks for checking us out Uh, Don't let those expectations kill you Get rid of those Sometimes holding yourself too tightly to uh, Expectations Will lead to unhappiness Last final final thought (laughs) We love y'all we'll catch y'all next week Thank you so much Jose Homicide For coming through on this week's episode We'll catch y'all Next time